Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. Hello and welcome to this episode of Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. My name is Sarah. And my name is Jonathan. And today in the podcast, we're talking about the history of the BMW art car. Now, if you've never heard about the BMW art cars, then you are definitely in for a treat. But if you've actually seen a BMW art car, then you know just how spectacular they are. Now, the idea behind the art car is that artists are invited to use BMW vehicles as a canvas for their art. And it's super cool. So in total, there are 19 BMW art cars going all the way back to 1975 when the first art car premiered. As different as the artists were, so varied were the BMWs, which were transformed into works of art by means of a wide range of graphic and artistic techniques. So no two vehicles are alike. Mm -hmm, that's right. It was left to each artist to choose a technology that suited their vision. So when looking at these amazingly creative cars and knowing that there are only 19 of them in the world, you do have to wonder when will art car number 20 appear hmm. and which artist will immortalize themselves in this BMW collection and, above all, what BMW model is going to be used next? Exactly. The questions continue on. You know, I was lucky to see an exhibit of the art cars a few years ago in the BMW Museum. Oh, it was amazing. You truly works of art. Sarah, have you ever seen one before? Unfortunately, not in real life, only on the BMW website. And at least looking at the pictures online, they do look amazing. Mm. So after listening to this podcast, I'd highly recommend hopping on over to BMW.com and searching for art cars to have a look at the entire collection. It's truly a feast for the eyes. Most definitely. All right, but for now, you'll have to take our word for it as we take a stroll mm -hmm. through the history of the BMW art car. So, here we go. Oh, um, actually, by the way, this is a small selection of the art cars we find most interesting. All 19 are not in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Because we could go on and on, on and on. And on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they are all on the BMW website, so feel free to check it out there. Okay. It wasn't easy to limit us, but we, yeah. we had to do it. So the following podcast listeners is just our random selection of art cars that we wanted to talk about today. Exactly. No one is better than the other. No, no. Okay, but we had to pick a few. And why don't we start with number one? We Perfect. have the artist Alexander Calder, who created the very first BMW art car with the 3.0 CSL in 1975. And honestly... Who could have guessed back then that this race car would be the prelude to what now has become a legendary art series? Totally. Who would have guessed? Yeah, not even BMW could have guessed how huge this would end up being. You know, you'd think this was some sort of marketing strategy planned by PR, but <laughs> in fact, it all started when the French racing driver Hervé Poulain came up with the idea of getting a race car designed by an artist. And he then even approached BMW himself directly. And interestingly, they said yes. And that's how the artist Alexander Calder ended up creating a striking design with bright red, yellow, and blue. 
And Hervé Poulain even drove the art car in the 24 hours of Le Mans. So though he didn't finish the race, he did, however, start this trend that is now called the BMW art car. Amazing. And that's a win in its own right. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> so the history lesson continues with the most famous one and one of the most valuable cars in the world created by the amazing artist Andy Warhol himself in 1979. But we must quickly mention two other art cars that came before the pop art legends. Mm -hmm. Frank Stella's black and white grid-like design on the BMW 3.0 CSL in 1976, and Roy Lichtenstein's work using the Ben Day's Dots characteristics on the BMW 320i Turbo in 1977. Now, both of these art cars were driven in that year's Le Mans race, which definitely turned a few heads. Yes, but let's go back to 1979, which is when Andy Warhol put his mark on this trend, solidifying his work as probably the most famous art car in the world. Yes. The BMW M1 is already a legend in itself, but when Andy Warhol painted it with broad strokes of red, blue, green, and yellow all the way down the body of the car, it really became one of a kind. You know, Warhol at the time explained that he was trying to show speed as a visual image, which is why all the lines and colors are transformed into a blur. And, you know, Warhol truly embodied this speed because he applied, get this, over 13 pounds of paint in just 28 minutes. Whoa. It's a lot of paint. <laughs> totally yeah. is. I mean... Just imagine being a race engineer working on making a fast and light race car, and along comes Mr. Warhol and adds 13 pounds to your car. Yeah. Oh, man. Just uh, a lot of paint. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, it didn't seem to be a problem. You know, surprisingly, uh, the M1 actually finished in sixth place overall in the Le Mans race in 1979. But it then retired to the BMW collection, where it now resides forever. And to this day, the Warhol art car might possibly be one of the most valuable cars in the world. You know, we mentioned that already. Exactly. What a story. Oof. Yeah, so it truly is a work of art. Yes. All right, moving on to our fifth BMW art car, the BMW 635CS1 from 1982. Austria's Ernst Fuchs was the next artist to get creative, but for the first time not on a race car, but on a production car. And this has never been done before. Hmm. Up until then, Ernst Fuchs was best known for his large images of saints, but when he got to the 635CS1... He covered the car in a base coat of black, then painted roaring red and orange flames all over it. Oh boy, talk about a change in artistic vision. <laughs> totally. Mm -hmm. From saints to blasting flames from the hood. Yeah. But his artistic license definitely paid off on this one. Although his BMW art car artwork is very different from his earlier pieces, it's fair to say this too has become an icon. Well, if this one was the first art car that was painted in a production car, then this next one is the only one until today to have been driven in traffic. Whoa, do tell. Yeah, so the BMW 635 CSI from 1986 was worked on by the American artist Robert Rauschenberg. 
And though this car wasn't on the racetrack, it did make its way into everyday traffic by, no less, the artist himself. <laughs> cool. So he incorporated the three worlds of art, nature, and technology in his design. And to do that, he used photographic techniques that he then applied to the car body using foils. Oh, wow. And, you know, the end result is really a collage of artistry. No matter where you stand, when you look at the car, you're going to see something different every time. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to zip forward a bit to art car number 11 and stop in 1991 with a BMW model that German artist A.R. Penck designed, which is a work of art and rarity in itself, the BMW Z1. Now, with its at the moment, radically new design language and vertically sliding retractable side doors, the BMW Z1 remains a milestone in BMW automotive history even to this day. Oh man, would doors like that even be possible today with, you know, all the safety standards and stuff? <laughs> That's actually a really good question. I would also like a return of those doors just like in Back to the Future and those doors that just go up mm -hmm. and down on the side. But... Let's get back to the art car. <laughs> Peng's artistic contribution came four years after the Roadster premiered. So inspired by cave paintings, he created abstract figurines and symbols only in black against the bright red body of the car. And when you hmm. look at this design, you may be wondering, what do these symbols mean? Well, don't ask the artist because he has never provided any clue to their decryption. <laughs> Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what makes this art car so appealing, that there is some sort of artistic mystery to it. Yes. Well, speaking of a mystery, all of the artists we've mentioned until now have been male, in case nobody else picked up on mm. that. Um, but finally, in 1991, that changed with Esther Malangu working on the BMW 525i. Yes. And this was the first time that a woman was given the opportunity to design a vehicle in the art car series. And Jonathan, it was an amazing design to behold. Nice. So Malangu is a South African artist from the Ndebola Nation, and she's known for her bold style that references her heritage. So she uses pinks and blues and browns and yellows with a patterning design um, that's actually a tradition that's passed on from generation to generation and exclusively among women. So like most of the cars before and after it in the series, the BMW art car number 12 is purely an exhibition piece. And of course, it is also one of a kind. Amazing. And, you know, you really have to see it to believe it. The patterns full of heritage on a shiny new car. It's an amazing example of old and new merging together beautifully. Yes, it really is something to look at. All right, moving on to number 15 in the series, Jenny Holzer, the second woman to design an art car, uh, more specifically, the BMW V12 LMR in 1999. And yes, the art car went back onto the racetrack of Le Mans after a long time away. So Jenny Holzer is best known for her artwork that has critical words and statements that are meant to stimulate thought echo and polarize the reader. And Ooh, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's pretty cool. 
And she did just that with this one as well. In her own style, she had sentences applied to the white paintwork of the race car using reflective chrome letters and fluorescent foil. So some of the provocative slogans included, um, you are so complex, you don't respond to danger, or <laughs> protect me from what I want, which I just go, wow, that's something to think about, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then another one that said, um, the unattainable is invariably attractive, Ooh. which I think is is kind of cool to put on a race car because it's like you're you're racing and it feels unattainable, and but it's attractive to get there to the finish line. So with that, Jenny Holzer has achieved her goal of making people think through her artwork. Yeah, for sure. Very philosophical and provocative statements and on the Le Mans racetrack, no less. Mm. And Jonathan, for those podcast listeners who want to learn more about the fascination of Le Mans, then do make sure to check out episode number five, where we covered that. It's definitely not to be missed. Exactly. All right. Moving on to number 16 in the series. And this one takes a radical break from what you may expect from an art car. Yes. So Icelandic artist Olafur Eliasson created an artwork around the actual car, which kind of looked like a cocoon made out of ice. Yeah. So we know that Eliasson is quite famous for incorporating nature and physical phenomenon in his art. And this is totally fitting for the opening vehicle of his opus because beneath the cocoon shell lies a hydrogen-powered racing prototype. But bear with me. Let's go back to the cocoon for a second. <laughs> so now this shell of the BMW H2R is made up of small metal plates that have been sprinkled with water in this massive and huge cold room. And by doing this, the artist created an armor of ice that essentially holds the car captive. So... I mean, you may not even be able to see the car, but, you know, you don't mind at all because the ice cocoon around it is just spectacular to look at. It totally is. And you look at it in a cold room, of course. <laughs> yeah. So for real, I wonder how that art car can be stored when it's not on exhibition somewhere. <laughs> I guess they have to keep it like in a freezer, like exactly. a very large freezer. And you need your, Crazy stuff. your warm jacket on top just to have yeah. a look at it. Crazy. And to maintain it. Amazing. All right, now on to the last one that we want to talk about, number 18 in the series, designed by Kao Fei, a multimedia artist. And she took the idea of fast and colorful light streaking by, and she took it to a whole other dimension. So in homage to carbon, the material of choice for so many race cars, the Chinese artist chose the structure of this material as the color background for her project. So to get the full effect, you need to look through an app on your phone or tablet pointed at the black race car. Then you can see how augmented reality creates a storm of colors that rage above and around the vehicle. So in this way, Cow merges the real and digital worlds together, showing actual movement along the car, something that the past artists have only been able to mimic in still life on the actual body of the car. This is truly something that needs to be seen to be believed. Wow. So is this the first augmented reality art car? 
Yes, it is. And just going onto the website on BMW and looking at this, it's so fascinating because you just see the black car, but then through the iPhone app, you see this amazing artistry streaking above and around it. It's super cool. That sounds totally cool. So everybody, this was just a small sampling of art cars in our podcast today because, I mean, going into the works of so many artists like Michael Jagamara Nelson, David Hockney, or Jeff Koons, that would have taken too much time just for one single episode. Exactly. So we we might have a chance for a sequel on this, right? (laughs) I think that's a great idea. Yeah, especially since, you know, the story of the art cars is far from over. Mm. You know, the last art car to date was the BMW M6 GTLM, the John Baldessari design. That was a few years ago. So, you know, Jonathan, it might soon be time for a new addition to the collection. Ooh, when will the 20th art car come to be? Yeah, and who will be the artist who gets to design it? Ah, uh, so many questions. Ugh. But one question for our podcast listeners, which art car is your favorite? Yeah, we really want to hear from you. So hop on over to BMW.com and search for art cars to have a look at all 19 of them. And do tell us which is your favorite. Yes. And remember to email us at changinglanes at BMW.com to let us know. We are really looking forward to hearing from you. So everyone, that wraps up another episode of Changing Lanes. We're so glad you can join us again this week. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to our podcast for future episodes. And as always, to dive deeper into all things BMW, do head on over to BMW.com to learn more. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Sarah. And this has been Changing Lanes. We'll see you next time. 